0: All right, hey, it's Friday, May 22nd. Here we are for Portals of Prayer. Um, This is the beginning of Memorial Day weekend. So maybe as some of these restrictions have opened up and relaxed a little bit, maybe you're heading out of town. Or maybe you're like, hey, I'm staying in town because uh, that's when everybody goes out of town. Whatever it may be, I pray that that you're um, enjoying Jesus and and that God is blessing you and you're seeing his blessings. We know that God is a blessing God, so it's a matter of looking for those blessings. Um, So today, we're in Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. This is one of my favorite verses when it comes to the salvation um, or the salvific work of God on our behalf. And when I was in college and I learned the word salvific, I said, I'm going to use it as much as possible. No. Anyway. So, um, Isaiah chapter six, verses one through seven in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and the train of his robe filled the temple above him stood the seraphim Each had six wings, with two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to one another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. Psalm 48. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king, within her citadels God has made himself known as a fortress. For behold, the kings assembled. They came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there, anguish as of a woman in labor. By the east wind you shattered the ships of Tarshish. As we had heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God will establish forever. Selah. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. As your name, O God, so your praises reach to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness let mount zion be glad let the daughters of judah rejoice because of your judgments walk about zion go around her number her towers consider well her ramparts go through her citadels that you may tell the next generation that this is god our god forever and ever he will guide us forever sanctus The Sanctus is one of my favorite parts of the liturgy when I was young. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. I could imagine myself right back at the gates of Jerusalem among the children greeting Jesus as he entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Isaiah saw seraphim, mighty six-winged angels, amazing creatures calling out to one another their praises of God. John saw a great multitude in heaven crying out, "Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God God has revealed uh, has God has created us for one purpose to praise him and give him glory both in heaven and right now here on earth, even if all you can do is make a joyful noise. God wants to hear it. We are joining with angels around his throne. The problems of life on earth will grow dim as you focus on Jesus." He's still in charge, his promises are still true. Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So too we find comfort in Moses' words to the Israelites, he will not leave you or forsake you. Almighty everlasting God, I praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And what I love about this picture that we see in Isaiah is that when things are stripped away, when all the things that maybe are blocking your view of a holy God, when they're stripped away, you have this encounter, and you see God, and your response, it should be like Isaiah, woe is me, for I'm lost. Or some translations say, woe is me, for I am undone. Because in the presence of a holy God, you are nothing. You don't have it. And really, the Holy Spirit is always convicting the world of their sin. And this is the work of the Holy Spirit, is to reveal holiness to a person so that they might say, oh no, I'm lost. And when we recognize that, that's our response. And then what this beautiful scene is, the seraphim go and grab a coal and they touch the lips of Isaiah and they say, behold, your guilt is atoned for. When we're lost, when we're undone, God says, I have done it all for you. Please just agree of your desperation and your dependency upon me. And I will do all the work because I have done it for you. It is finished. So we can look up with confidence knowing that God has done it all. That all we did was agree with God and say, whoa, I am not God and I don't have it. I I am undone. I am lost. And then he said, I know. But... I will work on your behalf and I have finished the work for you. Your guilt is atoned for. Go in peace, right? We have peace with God. So may God richly bless your day. Enjoy Jesus and go and share life.